Well, we didn't come just to patty cake around and say we went to church on New Year's Day. How many came from a word from God? Like, you, anybody want to come in and leave different? Anybody? I mean, it's the first day of the year, people. Like, this is the first fruits of the first fruits. Like, if we're going to come to church, we better get something and get ready to go somewhere. Who's ready to go somewhere? Say yes. Now, the way I read my Bible, it says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. All the promises of God are yes and so, so when I ask you to shout yes, I'm not, don't be lying in church. If you ain't ready to go somewhere, if you aren't ready for a word from God, if you're not ready to be stirred up and challenged and the Holy Spirit's come and bring conviction and challenge you to go do things you've never done before, don't you dare be saying yes in God's house. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. But if you're ready for God to do some supernatural things, some all things are possible things. Some promotion in 2023. If you're ready for it, say yes. yes. Oh, it feels good in here. So make sure y'all jump on Facebook if you haven't already and wish your pastor a happy birthday. And a little extra prayer. Maybe not all of you will be able to agree with this one. But, you know, do it for your pastor. Because a birthday gift, he's going with the boys tomorrow to see the Bengals play the Bills. So can we pray for a W? Come on. In Jesus' name. And no rain. Like the temperature already went up, so they're not going to be cold. Um, but no rain and a wind. Who, who's with me? If so, say yes. Okay, that was a little weaker, but most of you were on. Okay, good. <laughs> um, so it's first day of the year. How many of you kind of get into a little bit of reflective mode, like reflecting on the year, what God's done and how many of you are journalers? Anybody? How many of you have been having some conversations with people about what God did and the wins? Who was I? Oh, that was DJ Miranda when I was at the hospital. Miranda was like, we were just sitting at dinner the night before talking about all the wins and all the progress. And uh, so I, I was journaling this morning. We just got back into town yesterday after some family time. And uh, I might have got carried away a little bit because I journaled for about five hours. Now, I know I'm not normal. I'm a little weird. My wife was like in and out of the room. She's like, you're still, you're still going? Yeah, I was still going. And uh, as I was journaling, I was not journaling to get a sermon. Like I already knew where I was going tonight. And then God like, you know, kind of messes things up sometimes. And he dropped some things on me that I didn't see coming. The reason I was journaling is because the reason I always do it this time of year and throughout the year, but I want to hear God's voice. I want to reflect and look back and see things that I didn't see if I wasn't looking through his eyes, through the Holy Spirit speaking. I want to get to know myself a little more. A little tangent, but free bonus for some of you. Some of you, the issue is not that God has given you promises or that um, other people are messing up your blessing is that you don't know yourself well enough. And so your internal world is in all kinds of conflict because you haven't taken the time to sit alone with yourself and ask yourself some questions and get to know yourself a little bit better. That's free. It's not my sermon. So I was journaling and I was reflecting and man, oh man, does anybody remember the word that God gave for last year? This time last year we were 
preaching. I don't think it was New Year's Day. I don't know if I've ever preached on New Year's Day, by the way. This is kind of fun. But does anybody remember the word for last year? We were not going to go backwards. We were going to go. We were going to go what? Come come on, people. We were going to go what? There we go. And so I started looking at all the things that started moving forward in my life, in my personal life, in my marriage with my kids, personal like health and my business and my coaching and ministry and all these things. And there was a lot to celebrate. How many of look back and there's a lot to celebrate in 2022? And, uh, but I'm not one to stick my head in the sand, so I also had to ask myself a question as I journaled. What, because I did a couple pages there, and then I was like, well, what didn't move forward the way I wanted it to? How many got a few of those things on your list? How many of you, that list is a lot longer than the other one? Come on, you Nate, no, it's okay. And so I started journaling into those, and those were not small things, by the way. I wasn't looking for like it rained on that one day. I mean, these were big rocks in my life, and I started, you know what happened with each and every one of those three things that I started journaling? I was like, well, that didn't move the way I wanted it to. The more I journaled, the more encouraged I got because it moved, which way, backward or? It moved forward, but not exactly the way I wanted or expected or the way I prayed for it to move forward. Is anybody else good at telling God how he should move in your life? Is that just me? But every single one, like the more I, they, oh my gosh, they did move forward. It's just I had to get out of my head and my expectations to be able to see what it had moved forward. You got that microphone? Um, I want you to close your eyes for a moment. Put your hand on your heart. Sometimes it's just good to assume a posture. When you read through the Bible, they lie prostrate, they stand in praise, they raise their hands in praise. Just putting your hand on your heart is just kind of a way to center that God gave you that breath in your lungs, just like what we just sang. It's your breath, Right? So I'm just kind of taking you inward to you and that breath that he gave you, that heart that's beating underneath your hand. And I just want you to think for a moment about, just ask the question, God, show me what's moved forward in my life. Just you, you and the Holy Spirit having a conversation here. What moved forward in my life? Some of you, it's going to be quick and easy, kind of jot a list down in your mind. Some of you, you're not going to be able to help yourself. Go ahead and pull your journal out or your phone and start typing. That's okay. Some of you are going to have to look a little harder like me because you're going to be like, well, nothing moved forward. Look again. Look again. What moved forward? Holy Spirit, show me. How did things move forward that I didn't see coming? How did they move forward in different ways than I anticipated? Show me, Holy Spirit. Show me all the gains. Show me all the progress. Say, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. Okay, you can look up. If you, if you want to grab and jot down anything that just flooded into your mind, hopefully. Paul, stand up. If you got, let, now listen, we're going to do something here. I'm, I'm going to have participation, okay? Uh, I want you to tell us what moved forward in your life. I want you to give us the headline, not the whole story. Okay, this is like a, a statement or two of this. Don't give us the whole list either. Just pick one. I'm not talking to everybody, but some of you needed the coaching. So what is one thing that significantly moved forward? And by the way, this doesn't have to be 
I got out of debt. It could be I lost seven pounds and I've been trying, I've been steady at the same weight for years. It could be my marriage moved forward. We're having more fun, right? It could be significant on some of these big things. What moved forward? Hand up in the air. Come on, come on. Participation. Good, good, good. Give us the headline, Ashley. We'll move forward. Um, my confidence in praying for other people. Ooh, love it. What you got, Tatiana? I finally was able, able to move into my own place. Yeah. Mom and dad aren't here. I don't know if they would have amen loud on that, but congratulations. Who else raised your hand? We'll move forward. This is like popcorn. We're going the whole room. Some of you redefine better get something here. Okay, right up here. Oh, there we go. We'll move forward. I'm just grateful for DJ and God healing his body. It's a miracle. I don't care what anybody says. I love him with all my heart. DJ, who is this to you? Is this family, DJ? This family. This is our aunt. Hi, auntie. Glad you're here. Yeah. Can we all just say we're glad DJ moved forward right out of that trauma unit? Come on. Miss Margaret, we'll move forward. I took a new job. New job. It got me out of the stressful situation that was oh. tearing me apart for years. I don't think you all heard. New job that took her out of a stressful situation that was tearing her apart. Who do you think that came from? The Lord. God himself. The Way Lord. to go, Margaret. I love it. All right, section over here. I need some hands. We'll move forward. We'll move forward. We'll come for Genesis next. Who's in this section? Give me something. Aaliyah. Oh. oh. No, no, go ahead. You go. This is quick. Okay. Um, I just really, I, I kind of, Ashley took the words out of my mouth because God had really given to me at that conference that I am the prayer warrior and the intercessor that he called me to be. So my confidence in that has skyrocketed. And so I'm thankful. Going up, moving forward. Here we go. We'll hit them both here. We're getting married. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> when did, did the engagement just happen? Or? Um, a couple hours ago. A couple hours ago. <laughs> Woo! All right, stand up for a second. Stand up for a second. Yeah. Because you guys are a little newer to the family, so introduce yourselves to the rest of the family here, some that don't know you. Um, I'm Jerrica Graham. <laughs> I'm Caleb Davis. Everybody say congratulations, Caleb and Jerrica. <laughs> we go, Caleb. Congratulations. They might look new to some of you, but they've been plugging in and serving and joining our Connect Group ministry, so love it. What you got? We'll move forward. We graduated from college, got our first house, and full-time jobs. So. Come on. How long have you been married now? Uh, like a, a year and a half. Okay, a year and a half. Okay, I was like, just, just another word. Go ahead, Pam. Tell us what we'll move forward, and then we're coming oh, for Genesis. I'm thankful for the ladies' events that we've had so far. Yeah. In our last one, we had a lady come and be saved. At come our on. Yeah. Ladies' events, somebody came to one of those events and got saved. Got one over here. Now, some of y'all might think this is kind of weird, because actually it is. But I am so grateful. I have a niece, and she's in rehab. And most people, when you say, I got a niece in rehab, they don't think it's very good. But my, my niece has been clinically dead three, maybe four times. They've had to narcan her back to life numerous times. She was hooked on heroin, shooting up, 
And I praise God from the bottom of my heart. She's in rehab. She's doing wonderful. And on top of this, she's coming out with a degree to be a counselor. So amen. God can do anything. Amen. Sometimes you got to look. And you, last year, this time, we, we talked about changing the frame we put around some things. So there's some things that you didn't want to have. Like, she didn't want her to go and rehab a third time. But she'd rather have her in rehab than not with us. Rather have her ignited with fire in the side to make a difference. I mean, we didn't want DJ in the trauma unit. But what the devil intended for evil, God intends for good. Hallelujah. Genesis, what you got? So after back in March, um, right out of college, I was jobless, and I was praying to God, you know, I want a place where I feel comfortable. Put that mic up. I know you're not scared. Where I feel comfortable, and um, it's going to be a field where I can give back to him and his kingdom. And so I'm in the pharma industry now, um, and I have impacted many people in the office with just God's word. Um, and not just, you know, having a full-time job, you know, getting the salary that I actually wanted and um, being able to just give more this year than I've ever given in my life. So just being more generous. Woo! <laughs> Paul, come run over here because there's somebody in this. Oh, wait, hit Mara on the way. I need at least one hand out of the read find. Somebody over there is going to give me something. So... Other than Parker. Go ahead, Mara. What you got? Uh, so I stepped out of the boat this year and left a salary job at UK and uh, dove into real estate and have seen God working crazy favor in my life with that. Joe graduated uh, uh, from college and with his degree in safety, and uh, Gracie started school. God has just been moving, moving, moving. So very grateful for that. Everybody say it forward. So. Guys, oh, there's a whole lot moving forward, a whole, whole lot. Um, Krista, you didn't hear the setup. It has to be the headline, okay? <laughs> oh, is Lin Miss Linda going to do it? Okay, Linda, and then somebody over here in the refine is dying. Oh, okay, you just show and tell. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> That'll be forward. All right, somebody share something. Come on, what you got? Come on, give me one, give me one. Just wait? Okay, wait it out. Parker's telling me. Somebody tell me something. Just move forward. Something good. Something good. Audrey's got you. Audrey. Oh, no, I got, got my more. first job. There's another one raising the hand back there. Lost my depression. Woo! If I might just encourage you, change one word. You didn't lose it. You let go of it, overcame it, got because we're not looking to find it again. So it's gone. Everybody say it's gone. Oh. All right. How, how are you feeling right now, y'all? There's been a lot of things that have moved forward. And, and some of you need to go home and do that exercise and just start writing it down. And some of you, you need to literally, because some of you are, how many of you, just, just be honest, is it easier for you to find the, the stuff that didn't move forward as much? Is it, some of you, like, there's a few of you, okay, being honest. Some of you are not raising your hand. I wasn't, like, pointing you out or anything. Write them down, and then ask God the question, how did it move forward that I'm not seeing? I read something in a devotional from Miles Monroe this past week, and he said, there is no hurried way for God's vision to be fulfilled in your life. 
There is no hurried way for God's vision to be fulfilled in your life. And a couple of those things, just a little teaching point here, a couple of those things that I was like, nah, they didn't move. They moved, they just moved a lot slower, and I didn't realize that what I was wanting to move, it was like a process. Some of you thought it was a one-step process to get to the outcome you wanted. But God was like, mm, actually, there's like three steps. You need to do this, then you need to do this. Oh, wait, I added one. This, and then God's like, okay, now you get it. Now you get the outcome. Everybody say forward. And so there was a verse we read at the beginning of last year. I want to read it to you. Habakkuk. 319 in the Amplified. And it says this. Read it off there with me. The Lord God is my strength, my source of courage, my invincible army. He has made my feet steady and sure like hinds feet and makes me walk forward with spiritual confidence on my high places of challenge and responsibility. Everybody say forward. There's a lot of good stuff in that verse. Let me, let me just break down real quick. I'm going to do this real quick because I want to get to the other thing I want to share with you. Last year, I actually preached from that verse. And I preached seven keys to moving forward in 2022. Seven keys. If you're writing quick, you can get this. You have to write quick. You ready? Number one, know your source. Because the verse says, the Lord God is my strength, my source. Everybody say, my source. Who's your source? The Lord God. He's your source. And see, if you want to move forward, there's only one source that can get you there. How many have tried to be your own source? I feel like, we're going to have to do that series online. Because like, Miss Pat, I don't, you're the only hand I saw go up, like boldly. Prayer team is honest. That's what we want to see. It's good. He's your source. Number one, you got to know your source. Number two, find your footing. He, the verse says, and he has made my feet. Who's made your feet? He has. He's made your feet get traction. Like, Miss Margaret was looking for a job, and I'm sure she was praying and praying but when she finally got the job, she got some traction to get that movement. Mara, when she took a big step, I think she said, in the real estate. See, there's some steps you can't take unless he's the one that's giving you the traction to take it. You, you can't do it on your own. Everybody say traction. So you got to find your footing in him. Number three, you got to go forward, not backward. Now, I know that's simple. The verse says, and he makes me walk Forward! Everybody say forward. I used to live my life looking backward. Anybody really good at beating yourself up for the mistakes you've made? If you're going to move forward and not backward, you know what you have to learn to do? Stop it! I had to say it quick because she always beats me. Stop doing that. You got to move forward, not backward. Everybody in the room, raise your hand. Everybody. Now raise your other hand. These are all the people that have made doubled up stupid mistakes this year. Look around. Look, look you're in good color. Look around. All the people have made stupid mistakes. 
Dumb things they regret. Dumb things they wish they hadn't. These are all the people. We are not living back there. We going Get your eyes forward. It's 2023. 2022 is over. The only reason we go back is to pull strength, to pull the victories, to celebrate the progress. See, the only reason Margaret should go back to that toxic, difficult job that was sucking the life out of her, the only reason she should go back there in her mind is for the validation to realize it didn't kill me. I'm still standing. I got a 100% track record of waking up the next morning. Like, she's full of faith. She's full of power. She can do hard things. That's the only reason she should go back there. But she's not going to go back there to be like, oh, why did I stay there that long? Or to talk about people. Don't go back there to talk about people. We don't want to do that either. Not going to go back there to gossip. You only go back with purpose. But we're going to look forward. Number four. Key to moving forward, you got to be steady and sure. Not based on the terrain, but based on who's your source. You know, we should really stop praying, God, fix it all and take away all the problems. I have no idea who said this, but I heard this a long time ago. We need to stop praying for the storm to go away and start praying for God to calm us in the midst of the storm, to make us strong as we go through the storm. God does his best work in the circumstances you don't want. The hard stuff. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, does anyone in this room have doubt that the faith of DJ Miranda has increased like a rocket ship? And by the way, DJ Miranda, thanks for letting us build our faith with you. Because, bro, like you should have felt the room on the Sunday we prayed for you. We found out before service. And when I started praying up here for you and your healing, and then it was Miss Patty who went to Utah for Christmas with Pastor Stephanie, that's her mom, and we prayed for the two of you. And this room went from like, I mean, you all are cool and all. Like, you were probably level four of faith. But on a scale of one to 10, it went to like a 52. Like that. Because we had someone that we loved that caused us to dig deeper. And to say, my faith is not based on my circumstances. I'm not moving forward based on, oh, let's walk through the meadow. And it's easy and fun. And it's easy and it's fun. That's not faith. Untested faith is no faith at all. Some of you whining and complaining and moaning and groaning about the bad stuff that happened this year. You still standing. You in church on New Year's night. Some people sleeping it off still. You got faith you didn't have. So you're not moving forward in faith just because it was easy. You're moving forward in faith because you've learned some things the hard way. Number five, walk, don't run. I love this quote. To walk with Jesus, because the verse said, and he makes me walk forward. Doesn't say he makes me run. Doesn't say he makes me skip with joy and lightness of heart. No, no, it just says he makes me walk forward. This quote from the book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, highly recommended as a read written by Pastor John Mark Comer. He says, to walk with Jesus is to walk with a slow, unhurried pace. Hurry is the death of prayer. 
and only impedes and spoils our work. It never advances it. Some of you, that's the only thing you came for tonight. Slow it down. Slow it down. Stop wanting it all now. Just want him. Teenagers, stop being in a hurry to grow up. Stop being in a hurry to get your license. Stop being in a hurry to have the girl or the guy. Stop, stop it. Enjoy the moment. Be present. Look around you right now. You got some awesome people right there in that circle. Like, enjoy it. Have fun. Grow closer to Jesus before you got a full-time job like Genesis. Way to go, girl. I mean, you remember when you were their age, right? Wasn't that long ago. So slow it down. Walk, don't run. Number six, do it with spiritual confidence. And he makes me walk forward with spiritual confidence. It's one thing to have confidence in you. It's an entirely different thing to have confidence in the God in you. Spiritual confidence is the result of a desire. Let me say that again. Spiritual confidence is the result of a divine partnership that makes you unstoppable. Oh. See, when it's you, I can just put a finger out and stop you. But when it's the God on the inside of you, Jay, you unstoppable, brother. You're unstoppable. Now, if we put our career on us, then you got to move it forward. But when, you, when it's him on the inside of you, you're unstoppable. I had a... So I have a coaching business, coach people from all over the country. I had people flying in to Cincinnati. I hosted my first solo event a few months ago, a couple months ago. And Katie went down with the flu. And then Jack went down with the flu. And I was like, please, Jesus, I got people flying in from all over the country. And I was like, I ain't going to get sick. I went and I got like that IV thing with extra vitamins and minerals before I left town. And I'm driving to Cincinnati. I'm feeling good. Did a little like meet and greet appetizer hour, and that night I got in bed. I haven't shared this yet publicly. I got in bed, and I started having some chills. And then I, I went from just a little chill to like the, the shivers. You know what I'm talking about? How many had the flu this season? It was, it was bad. And I was congested and coughing and all the stuff. And I prayed, and I texted a group of, I don't know, eight, nine, ten people, our pastors, a couple of prayer warriors, and just people I knew who would grab heaven and bring it down to earth on my behalf. That's why you need to be planted in a house, by the way. I wasn't in it alone. I had family who had my back, and I knew that this business thing wasn't mine, that it was his. And so, guys, it was so supernatural. It was him, not me. Because if it was me, I would have been stoppable by the flu. I woke up, the ne- like it fever broke, like at 1 a.m., slept the rest of the night. I woke up, I'm like, well, I don't, was it Pastor Toy or Pastor Isaac? He said, do whatever you would do if you were certain that God did the miracle. And I was like, well, I'd get up and go serve my people. I'd get up and serve. So I got up and I got showered and I got ready and went to serve. I started speaking in that room to this group of people. I'm not a stranger to the anointing. I've never felt anything like it, guys. It was more his ability than mine. I was unstoppable because it was his. 
not mine. And some of you hit some walls this year because it was yours instead of his. We'll get to the part two of the sermon here in a second. It's going to beat you up. So do it with confidence. Why, why do we need all that? Because it comes in the punchline at the end of the verse. Because God created us for high places of challenge and responsibility. Look at the verse again. The Lord God is my strength. All those points rolled together. He's my strength, my source, my source of courage, my invincible army. He's made my feet steady and sure like hind feet and makes me walk forward with spiritual confidence on my high places of challenge and responsibility. See, you were made for something more. Like, you're not just supposed to take up space. You're made for something more. So I shared all that. Is anybody stirred? Did anybody experience some of that forward stuff this year? I did too, like supernatural stuff. And then I was reading that verse this morning and reflecting. And I saw something. I had to have seen it. I mean, I'd like to think I did, but I, it became revelation this morning. And I read that verse. And it says, it was like neon lights. The Lord God is my strength. And I, you go through that verse and the language in the verse, my strength, my courage, makes my feet, he makes my feet, he does this, he does that, he does this, he does that. He does it all. Everybody say, it's all him. It's all, all him. He does it all, he does it all, he does it all. And I saw the Lord God, the Lord God. Everybody say, the Lord God. And God was like, what makes me Lord? See, everything in that verse is contingent upon him being Lord of your life. Of him not just being your Savior, but your Lord. The king of your heart. The king of your business. King of your marriage. King of the way you parent. King of your money. Did you hear Genesis? How are you, Genesis? 23-year-old Genesis got her first-time job, full-time job. And you know what she... Uh, probably not her first full-time, but like in her career field. And what's she most excited about? Did you hear it? She gets to give more. See, it's lordship. He's got to be lord of your money. And so what is it that makes him lord of all? And the one word God just dropped, surrender. You got to Surrender. You, you, it can't be yours anymore. Can't be your plan. Can't be your way. Can't be your timing. I know that's hard. Me too. Those three things that I was like, they didn't move forward. You know what? Mo they were all timing. Timing, timing, timing. So if we want all of that stuff, all those keys to flow in your life, do you know what you have to do first? The prerequisite is that he's Lord. You don't get anything in the rest of that verse without the first three words in it. And I didn't preach that last year. I skipped right over it. The Lord God is your strength, and I just talked about your strength. I never talked about this. the Lord God, the Lord God, the Lord God. Are you totally surrendered to him? Does he have everything of your life? Is he king of everything? Do you know him intimately? 
And I feel like I learned the lesson the slow way over the year. Because the word's true whether you see it or not in time, right? And so what I learned over the course of the year, and to be honest, that event that I just did, my wife corrected me, it was like in December, the beginning of December, was like a culmination of learning this lesson. Because that event to me was the, the stamp of God saying, this, I took care of this event for you because it's mine, not yours. So, so here's what I've learned. Here's the principle. Well, first, the, the thing I didn't see is that the more I wanted to move forward, what I did not realize is I wanted to move forward, move forward, move forward, but I didn't realize that it required more surrender. And what I experienced was the more I surrendered, the more I made him king of everything, the more I moved forward more progress. Guys, we can't dabble. You, you can't dabble in lordship. You, you can't, he can't be lord of your life on Sunday and at Connect Group. He can't be lord of your life at Redefine, but not in the locker room or in the hallway. He can't be Lord of your life smiling and greeting him at the front door when he ain't Lord in the car on the way here. Now, Madeline, you know, some of you know him. Some of you had that fight tonight. Been there and done that, by the way. Actually, we did that so much that we made a significant decision early in our marriage when I was on staff here to drive separate cars to church. It's glorious. Thank you, Jesus. You got to listen for wisdom. <laughs> Some of you, that's all you're taking away tonight. You're welcome. Lord of all. Everybody say Lord of all. Three things real quick, and we're going to wrap this up. Three key components when it comes to surrender. Number one, you must trust him. And trust requires deep relationship with the Father. You want to experience all those benefits we rattled off in that verse, everything in there? You want to experience all that, moving forward, high places? Woo! You want all that? Know him more. What pastors say, faith is simply knowing, trusting God. Simply knowing and trusting God. Simply knowing and trusting God. You want the overflow of abundance. You want supernatural promotion. You want all things possible this year. You better start with knowing and trusting God. Knowing and trusting God. Know him deeply. Know his word. Know, know his voice. Getting away, getting alone until, this is another pastorism, until you're not alone anymore. Because you got alone enough let the noise fade away enough that, oh my gosh, then you could actually hear him. That still small voice. The world is loud and it is fast paced and you are not going to get to know him on the run. Slow it down. Look at somebody and say, slow it down. You've got to slow it down. You've got to know him. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, what's it say? Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your 
own understanding and all your ways. Everybody say all your ways. Say all your ways. And then he'll direct your paths. I like the voice translation. Uh, Put your trust in the eternal. Rely on him completely. Never depend on your own ideas and inventions. (laughs) I mean, sometimes we get so crazy with our own inventions. We're like, well, God told me the numbers for the lottery ticket. Mm, mm. Yes, Lord. (laughs) Don't rely on your own inventions. Trust him. Give him the credit for everything you accomplish. And he will smooth out and straighten the road that lies ahead. Number one, trust him. Number two, humility. We've got to learn the principle of humility, which requires breaking the power of pride. Breaking the power of selfish ambition, arrogant pride. We all have a little bit of it. And what's the Bible say in Proverbs? Pride comes before a fall. A haughty spirit before destruction. And so we've got to, Philippians 2, have the same attitude that was in Christ Jesus. That's what the Bible says. Have the same attitude that even though he was God, he didn't consider equality with God something to be grasped. Quoting the Bible here. That's humility. That's surrender. God was in control, not him. I mean, we're talking about the Lord and Savior, but he himself had to be surrendered to the will of the Father. What do you say in the garden? It's not my will, but yours be done. Does that sound like surrender? Not my will, but yours. Listen, some of you got to surrender your plans. That's going to be your work, to surrender the plan. Surrender it. It's yours, God. I'm okay if you change it. I'm okay if you mix it up. I'm okay if you do it differently. I'm okay with your timing. If you could hurry it up, I'd appreciate it, but I'm okay. (laughs) It's okay to be honest with God. He can handle it. But you've... We've got to have the same attitude that was in Christ. He can't be Lord if you think you got it all handled. He can't be Lord if you think you got it all figured out. He can't be Lord if you're telling him how to do his job. It's time to get humble. Trust. And then... Trust, trust, trust. Oh, he has my best interest. He wants my best. He's got plans to prosper me, to give me a hope and a future. He's going to direct my past. He's worthy of my trust. And then I got to look inward and deal with me and deal with me and realize, oh, crap, I, I'm trying to God, tell God how to do his job. And I'm impatient. And I'm ticked off at God. Trust. Learn humility. And then here's the last one. And this one doesn't get enough press. In fact, growing up in the church my entire life, dad, a pastor before me, surrender is too often taught as a passive thing. I surrender all. Who's done the old-fashioned altar call? And we get down and we kneel and we pray and we surrender. And by the way, I've done it, grew up in it, love it. I surrender all. I surrender all. But we make the surrender at the altar. I surrendered it all. And then, all right, God, do your thing. You got this. 
I'm surrendered, God. I'm not going to do, do it. I'm not going to do it my way. I surrendered. And so the last principle, you've got to trust. You've got to exercise humility. And then the last thing you've got to do is you have to obey. And obedience requires action. When you trust him fully and you surrender it all, you say, it's not about me. It's all about you. It's all you, God. It is not going to require you to sit still and do nothing, to settle for a half of what you desire kind of life. It is actually going to require bold, courageous, audacious faith in action from a place of trust and humility. Bold, courageous, audacious action that needs no fanfare from the world, that it's not there to prove anything to anyone. It's not there to, hey, look at me, look at me. No, 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 I'm trusting him. I've surrendered it all to him, and now I'm gonna do whatever he calls me to do. You guys, anybody been in that place where you're like, I think he called me to do this, and then you're like, no, I probably made that up in my head. And then you go back and pray, and you're like, all right, God, I surrendered, I'm sorry. And then he's like, no, I told you to do that. And you're like, are you sure? Is that just me? Because when you are surrendered to him fully, you trust him. And you've got the humility, that humble heart that's turned back to God. Then he can call you to do things that other people won't do. And he will. And when we do that, when we step out in obedience, you know what happens? There is a supernatural exchange. Even when you go in that verse, you see it in the verse, the supernatural exchange. Well, let me go back to this verse here, and we'll wrap with this really fast. Who am I fooling? We're going to close with this when we need to. Is anybody being encouraged right now? All right. In that verse, you see my weakness turns to his strength. Supernatural exchange. Everybody say exchange. My fear and doubt is replaced, exchanged with his courage. My overwhelm, how many felt some of that in 2022? How many for the last three years? Okay, is replaced with invincibility. He says, my invincible army. That's what the Bible says, invincibility. And then your limitation and limited resources are replaced with his abundant su supply. Your unsteadiness, your uncertainty is replaced with his steadiness and surety and like traction where you shouldn't be able to have traction. And what's interesting is when you get to the end of that verse, everything else is he did this, he did this, he did that, he did this, he did this, he did that. And then it says, and makes you walk forward and makes me, sorry, and makes me walk forward on my high places. Everybody say my high places. It's the first time where we hear that language in that verse. My high places, not his high places. Everybody say my high places. See, you were saved and called for high places, not low places. That does, that's not a measure of like everybody needs to be prominent and known by the world. No, 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 no. You're saved and called with a high calling, a holy calling. And whatever that is, whether anybody ever knows your name, that's a high place. It's your high place. It's not mine. Genesis' job that she just got, that's her high place. 
That's not my job. It's her job. But she got a high place. She got responsibility to serve. You were created with purpose, with destiny for a high place. But if you don't get the first three words, the Lord God, and you try to go to your high place, it'll destroy you. So my challenge tonight is to, before we get to supernatural anointing like never before, like pastor going to preach it up one way down, like you're going to be stirred over this month. This is the pre-step. Everybody say first. Before we get to supernatural promotion, before we get to all things are possible, can we step back a moment and check our heart and say, is he Lord of all? Am I surrendered? And I might dare say, you might want to keep that at the top of the list. Speak all of it. But for me, I know, I've got to put that at the top of the list for, for this year. Is he Lord? Am I surrendered? Am I trusting Am I walking in humility? And am I doing exactly what he called me to do? And when we do, supernatural promotion. Supernatural exchange. One last participation. Everybody stand up. Um, so when you know, we walk through that verse and there was an exchange from this to that, from this to that, right? And as I was journaling this morning, God was like, oh, yeah, here's like literally, there was like 10, 12 things. Like you're gonna exchange, there's gonna be supernatural exchange, supernatural promotion from this to that in your life. From uncertainty, from confusion to clarity. From, I'm trying to remember some of them. I wrote some of them down. Some of you, it's gonna be from lack to abundance. Some of you, it's gonna be from fear to faith. I'd love for a few of you, and I'm not even going to mic it. You're going to shout it loud because it's a declaration. But I'd love for you just to, from this to that, fill in the blank. Just literally, you can't give us the whole story. It's from this to that. Whatever language you want to put to it, doesn't have to all sound all churchy like I just did. From a toxic job to an awesome job. From no contracts to my first contracts. My wife had her first three contracts in her business this year. From no contracts to the first three. What's going to be the exchange for you? Love it. Go ahead and throw your hand up because that way I can call you out so we don't overlap. Who else? Say that again. Ownership. We don't even, I don't know if that's renting or what, but ownership, I like it. Who else? From what to what? This is sealing it for you. I don't need this. I mean, you're going to build somebody else's faith. What you got, Caleb? From fear to courage. Say it again like, say it louder. To what? To courage. Say courage. Say courage. I am courageous. Who else? From self-blame to self-forgiveness. That's a supernatural exchange. 
like it. From Home Depot to behind a de desk signing papers, which goes back to a prophetic word he received years ago. Who else? What's your exchange? Freedom! Say, say it loud, freedom. Come on, freedom! Freedom! Who else? Say it one more time. So she going from seven days a week working to five days a week working. Can we throw in a raise there too? With a raise, all right. Manifested. From pain to joy. Hey, by the way, you can grab hold of any of these because everything everyone's saying, you can take back to a promise in the Word of God, and His promises are yes and He don't give no maybes. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a hope in the future. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I've come to give life and life more abundant, life till it overflows. Grab hold of it. Surrender your heart to Him and walk in his fullness. Okay, I'm gonna pray. If, if you want to start this year on this first day of the year and just say, he's Lord of all. I wanna, make, I wanna check my heart and fully surrender. I'm not actually gonna do a separate altar call. If you don't know the Lord, this is your moment. If you know the Lord and you just wanna make sure he's Lord and Savior, I'm literally gonna ask you to run down to this altar. If you wanna make sure he's Lord of all, just come down here. This is not a salvation altar call. This is the prayer I had to pray this morning. Is he Lord? Is he Lord of all? Is he king of my heart? Am I surrendered in any every way? Spoiler alert, you might wanna just join the group. It's one of those occasions where I don't mind. Now, don't, don't, again, just like I said earlier, don't say yes if it's not yes for you. Or if you did it this morning, you surrendered yourself, that's cool, that's cool. But it's just a good thing to check ourselves. Kind of a good thing to know we're in good company as you look around. Look at these awesome people. Fully surrendered to Jesus. Throw your hands up in the air. Jesus, we love you. God, we thank you for a moment of surrender to your authority. To, you are Lord of all. God, I pray for every person at this altar, every person in this room, every person watching online. The 2023, oh, it's gonna be supernatural promotion, supernatural anointing. All things are possible, but God, we're gonna walk in that so fully because we put you first. Because we are fully surrendered. You are Lord of our marriage. Some of you just need to squeeze your spouse's hand and make that real now. You're, you're Lord of our marriage. You're Lord of how I parent. You're Lord of my career. I surrender it to you. God, I had plans, but I surrender it to you. God, you're Lord. You're Lord of what I eat on a daily basis. Because my body is a temple of the living God. I've been trying to diet for years, and it hasn't worked. But God, I'm going to surrender 
My, you are Lord over my food intake and the way I move my body. You are Lord over all of it. God, you're Lord of my school. You're Lord of my mouth, the words that I speak. God, you're Lord of it all. God, I pray for every person at this altar that this would be a year that they learn and lean in to trust you more, to simply know and trust you. God, we right now repent of any arrogant pride or selfish ambition. And God, we pray, God, put the same heart that was in Jesus himself, put it in us, God. I don't need the accolades. I don't need people to know my name. I just need to be obedient to you, God. I, I, I want to live on my mission. I want to fulfill my calling, God, your Lord. It's all you. It's all for you. And God, I pray for it. Every person here in this prayer right now, God, that you would give them the courage to obey. No matter how crazy, no matter how difficult, no matter, oh, no matter how easy it is. No, it's too simple. Certainly that's not God, that's too easy. Yes, yes, sometimes he asks you to do easy things just to let you practice, just so you can see his blessing. Say this, say, God, I choose to trust you in everything. I humble my heart today, every day of this year, my life. I will obey, no matter what. I surrender. You are Lord of my life. You're everything. I trust you. You make me new. 2023 will be supernatural. Anointing, promotion, all things are possible. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen. that this wasn't just a New Year's Day message for you. I hope that you'll take this and begin to ask God, just like I had to. God, what's that look like? Does that look like doing a uh, read through the Bible in a year plan? Does it look like doing a daily devotional? Does it look like waking up 15 minutes earlier and doing soap, for those of you that remember that one? Does it mean getting a, somebody that I can be accountable and have spiritual conversations with? Does it mean reading some more spiritual books instead of business or career books? That was on my list. What's it mean, God? Teach me. Show me what it looks like to live in a surrendered place where you're Lord of all. Uh, happy New Year. We love you all.